Welcome to the One Life Podcast, where we provide you with actionable and specific tips and strategies that will enable you to take full advantage of the one life that you have to live. So if you're a motivated and ambitious person who has made the decision to begin living your dream, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Devin Rodriguez, and let's jump right in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I am so happy that you are here with me today. It is Friday. I hope you have had a beautiful week. And on this Friday, I wanted to make two requests of you. Is that okay? I just want to ask you of two things. The first, as we dive into this episode, I ask that you bring the real you to this episode. You know what I mean? I want you to bring the person that nobody sees on Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat. I want you to bring to this episode, and as you listen to me in your headphones or in your car or whatever you're listening to me on, I want you to bring the real you. The you that is comprised of your inner conversations that nobody can see. That you. Because today, we're talking about being the real you authenticity, acting like the person that you were created to be. So that's the first thing. As we jump in, I want you to come into this vulnerable. I want you to come into this hurt, afraid, whatever it may be for you, bring that person today. And the second thing is, I want you to send this to two to three people who you think that this message could benefit, somebody that is maybe struggling with imposter syndrome, someone that is maybe struggling with being their authentic self, whatever that may mean, someone that is struggling with just being comfortable in their skin because I've been there. And to be honest, sometimes I might even still be there. And on this episode, I'm going to talk about the inner conversations that dominate our lives, and then I'm going to provide some solutions. So let's do this thing. I want to wish you a happy, happy weekend, and thank you as always for supporting this show. And let's jump right into today's episode, and let's talk a little bit about the real you. So as we pull back the layers like an onion, if you're anything like me, There might be points in your life or maybe you're going through a point in your life where you look in the mirror and you say that I am not showing to other people who I actually am. You might be saying one thing to the world but living another life. You might be showing that you're confident but yet when you have to stand up and speak, your heart trembles. You might go out to the world and portray this one life of happiness and fulfillment but inside feel empty. And guess what? Sometimes I even feel like that still. And I dealt with this for years and years and years. Being comfortable in my own skin. Am I the only one that sometimes feels like it's difficult to be comfortable in just who I am? And it's been a long journey. I will never forget when I was a child in middle school. I was in a neighborhood where I was the darkest person and I suffered from racism and bullying I'm not I'm going to take that back. I did not suffer from. It was actually the best thing that ever happened to me. But during it, oh, it was a suffer fest. And I hated the color of my skin 
because I looked so much different from everybody else. And I came home one day crying. I said, mommy, daddy, I can't do this anymore. They said, what son? I said, I can't continue. Every day I go to school and I get called the N word, daddy. Every day I go to school, I get punched in the face and I, and they tell me go home chocolate milk. Every day I go to school and they tell me that nobody wants to play with the fat dark kid. Every day, dad, I put up with people talking about the color of my skin. I turned to him and I said, dad, I want nothing more than to change the color of my skin. I wish I was like them. I wish I looked like them. I came home from school one day and a similar thing happened. And my dad turned to me and he said, Devin, I said, yeah, dad, as I was walking away crying. And he said, son, I want to tell you something. I said, yes, dad. He said, I want to tell you that you're part Irish. I said, what did you just say, dad? Now, keep in mind that the neighborhood I lived in was 100% Irish. So I wanted nothing more in this world than to be Irish. Why? Because then that would make me feel some sense of inclusion so I could go around and tell everybody, I'm one of you, I'm one of you, I'm one of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really am one of you. So he turned to me and said, you're Irish, son. I said, dad, what do you mean? He said, you're Irish, Part of your blood is, is Irish. He said, Devin, we've always told you that you're Panamanian and Italian, but I thought that now was the right time to say that you're Irish. I didn't question that. I said, I'm Irish, I'm Irish, I'm Irish, I'm Irish. I went streaking and running up and down the block. I was so excited. Why? Because I finally believed that I had something that would make me valuable to others. Because I believed that I was so worthless, not only to others, but I became under the assumption that I was worthless to myself. So I, I went around telling everybody, I'm Irish, I'm Irish, I'm Irish, I'm Irish, with the anticipation and the expectance that everybody was going to be like, hey, let's go, man, we're friends now, we're good to go. But that didn't happen. I went around telling, telling everybody I was Irish, and first things first, nobody believed me. One person said, what is Irish, your pinky toe? You're not Irish, dude. It's so obvious. And after a while, people just saying, you're not Irish, you're not Irish, and nobody accepting me as my friend. I went back to my dad, and I said, Dad, I have a question. He said, son, did you finally figure it out? I said, what do you mean? Did you finally figure out that you're not Irish? I said, Dad, why would you tell me that? Do you have any idea how much this has hurt me? He said, and this is what I really want you to take away right here. Son, I had to tell you you were Irish so that you had some sense of self-worth. My dad was trying to protect me, not from the enemies that are outside, that were outside, but the enemy that was inside, me. I was my own worst enemy. I allowed the outside world to determine how I felt on my inside world. I came home every day and said, I hate the color of my skin. I begged to trade what I had for what other people had. But it was funny because even when my dad did convince me that I was Irish, a couple of things happened. Number one, nobody believed me. And number two, it didn't change how other people treated me. And it taught me a valuable lesson. That I have to get comfortable in the skin that I'm in. 
Because even if I pretend to be someone that I'm not, it's not going to make other people like me more. My inner conversation was killing me. Maybe you're in a similar spot where you're having this inner conversation that nobody can see, but yet it's the worst battle that you've ever experienced. It's what we call the invisible demons. You know what I'm talking about. Those inner conversations that are always going on, telling you to quit, telling you to stop, telling you that you're worthless, telling you that you're no good. And that's what I want to jump into right now. See, I believe that we all have a story, but even more than that, there's three stories to our story. You're probably thinking, Devin, what is wrong with you? You're clearly recording this late at night, which I, which I am. <laughs> but I, I believe that we have three stories that actually comprise our story. And those stories are the story that we tell the outside world about who we are, the story that we tell ourselves about who we are, and then the story that we want to tell ourselves about who we are. So I really want to start off and walk through this a little bit. I've conducted workshops on this for about three or four years now, and it's always been one of the most impactful ones because what you're going to notice, well, let me speak for myself. When I've done this, what I've noticed is that sometimes I'm at a level of incongruence. Let me explain. So the first story is the story that we tell the outside world about who we are. You know what I'm talking about. Social media, the Instagram, the clubhouse, the Snapchat, the Facebook, the Instagram reels that we had to record 27,000 different times just so we looked perfect. I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. But what? why do we do this? Let's think about our resume. That's something that we put out to the outside world. When we go to a job fair or career fair or we, we try to go to a networking event to meet with like-minded individuals or investors or entrepreneurs and we put on this version of our best self. Ooh, I walk in there with my suit, my tie. Ooh, I look good. Woo! At least I think so. Oh, no. <laughs> but anyways, all of this is the message that we're portraying to the outside world of who we are. But in the field of psychology and persuasion, there's a term called the hyper real. That means that something is portrayed as being realer than it really is. Hence the hyper real. Think of Disneyland. Disneyland, if you look at a commercial, you would be convinced that this is heaven on earth. All of the rides, all of the characters, all of the fireworks, all of the castles, all of the families having a great time. But guess what? They don't show you that if you want a fast pass, you're going to have to pay $120 a person. They don't show you that if you don't get a fast pass, you're going to be in line for four hours for one ride. They don't show you that the hot dog costs $12. They don't show you that the water costs 7 bucks. They don't show you all of that because they don't want you to see all of that because that is part of what Disneyland really is. I'm not saying it's not fun. It is, but that's just part of their reality. So as we look at our lives and as we look at the images that we portray on social media and so forth, we have to begin to ask ourselves, is the message that I am putting out to the world actually the message that I'm relaying back to myself? Or am I putting one message out to the world just because I want to look a certain way or feel a certain way or I want people to think of me a certain way? I can't answer that for you. But what I can tell you is that I'm in that boat sometimes too. 
uh, sometimes it's, we, we do want to be perceived as some way. So I just want you to know that you're not alone. It's not me talking to you. It's me talking with you right now. We're having a conversation. And this is why I really wanted you to share this with two to three friends today. I never ask you guys to do this, but today we're getting real. So that's the first story, the story that you tell the outside world about who you are. This is me. <laughs> Look at me. I'm perfect. I'm confident. I, am, I feel like I'm beautiful. I feel like I'm worthy. I always have good times, and I go out every weekend with my friends, and I'm all nothing but smiles. I'm all of this success. I never fail. But then there comes a second story. The sto- Remember, the first story is a story that you tell the outside world about who you are. The second story is the story that you tell yourself about who you are. See, this is the story that nobody can see. These are all of the conversations that make you feel like you're in a mental prison. As my friend Jeet would say, these are the conversations that make you feel like you're on a hamster wheel just going in circles day after day after day, but going nowhere at all. This is where you're so busy and you feel like you're so active and you're doing all of these different things, but yet there's no sense of fulfillment. This is the thing where everybody's telling you that you're beautiful or you're handsome, but yet inside you feel ugly, overweight, fat, whatever the case may be. This is where you're filled with the negative emotions, the fear, the traumas, the hurt, the anguish, the pain the regret. You guys get what I'm saying. This is, the, this is how you really view yourself. This is all of the internal battles where your mind sometimes can become your own worst enemy. Have you ever been there where you're just, you're doing a self-destruction type of thing? I've been there and it hurts and it sucks. And for me, it's at a position where I want to change so badly, yet I feel like I can't control my mind. My mind is controlling me. But here's the last part of your story. And arguably, what I believe the most important, the story that you want to tell yourself about who you are. Let me say that again. The story that you want, the story that you desire to tell yourself about who you are, or when you think about it, the person that, or let me put it this way, if you had to think of yourself as the ideal person in your own mind, what would that look like? Confident, beautiful, optimistic, fulfilled, wealthy, all of those things, the the story that you want to tell yourself about who you are. And oftentimes you will realize that that third story of the story that you want to tell yourself about who you are is really similar to the first story of the story that you tell the outside world about who you are. Because in your mind, you want to live that life of the future of the person, the story that you want to tell yourself about who you are, but you're not actually believing that right now because you're the story that you're telling yourself about yourself is not in line with that story, but then you still want to make the outside world believe it. So then the story that you tell the outside world ends up becoming similar to the story that you want to tell yourself about who you are. That was a whole lot of stories. So I hope you kind of 
stuck with me there, but give me a minute here. The story that you want to tell yourself about who you are. This is, these are your goals, your dreams, your aspirations, the things you really want. And here's a piece of advice that I want to give you. I give you a challenge that is, if, as you listen to me today, take some time this weekend and I want you to write down 10 goals. Well, let me actually not put in. I want you to write goals, but in different areas of your life. You have mental goals. Let's think books and, and yoga, meditation, things that will exercise your brain. Personal. What are some personal goals? Maybe you want to launch a podcast. Maybe you want to take a class on phlebotomy. I don't know. Physical goals. Family goals. Financial goals. Career goals. And I'm missing one. Maybe I'm missing one. Maybe I'm not. But if you do want to look up what I'm talking about, you can go ahead and look up the, the wheel of life. And I think I am missing one. Spiritual goals. There we go. That's the last one. And as you look at all those areas of your life and you think about the person that you want to become, as you set these goals, here's the key. I want you to write down one to two goals per category for the next 12 months, but here is the key. I want you to write those goals down as if time, money, and resources were not an issue. If you had all the time in the world, if you had all the money in the world, if you had all the resources in the world, what would that life look like? I want you to set these as if it was impossible to fail. Because only then are you going to create such a powerful story of the person that you want to become that it forces you to begin living that way now. It inspires you. That's where I'm going. The problem with most of us, as, as Bob Proctor would say, is that we just act like a leaf in the wind, just being blown by life. Accepting us, accepting wherever the wind takes us. Thomas Carlyle says that most people are like ships without rudders, meaning we just get blown by the wind. So I want you to write those goals as if it was impossible to fail. This is what I'm going to have. So we did that. Now, what is the next step with all of this? So the next step is to begin to analyze these stories and analyze as analyze if they are in congruence. What do you mean by that? Well, here's what I mean. You have a story that you want to tell about yourself, those goals that I just mentioned, this person you want to become. But what if I told you that you can only become that person if you were acting that way now? Mm. So what I'm saying is that you can only begin to really live the story that you want to tell yourself about who you are. You can only live that story if you're currently, even though you do not have or you're not that person now, you start acting like that person. So if that person is wealthy, if that person has integrity, if that person has commitment, that's how you begin to live right now. And that's the story that you begin telling yourself about who you are. And let me say it will not be easy. I still struggle with my weight. You guys know that. It's not easy. It's going to be a battle. They say that your mind is the largest battlefield on earth. But fight. Do one little thing every day to get you one step closer. Don't try to run, walk, excuse me, crawl, walk, run and fly all in one day. Just take some time to crawl. Take some time to walk. Take some time to run. So, the only way to live a way uh, to live a certain life in the future is is as is if 
you begin embodying those characteristics now. If you start becoming that person now, because you cannot become something in the future if you don't begin being that person now. It starts now. Start living like that person. Start dressing like that person. Even if it means just getting one shirt. Start eating like that person. Because it makes you congruent. It puts you on that vibration. We're not here to talk too much about vibrations right now. This is for another time. But it puts you in line with that energy. And it attracts it towards you. What you're putting out to the universe is this. I am in alignment with this. And then the universe will bring it in alignment with you. Ralph Waldo Emerson once said that once you make a decision, the universe conspires to make it happen for you. Make the decision of what you want. Begin living that way now and let the universe do the rest. But it doesn't stop there because you can do those things and you can be in congruence, but you will not get what you want if you're still lying to the world. If you still tell the world, oh, I'm super successful and I'm never failing and I think that I'm beautiful. Meanwhile, I don't have any confidence whatsoever. If we continue to perpetuate this hyper real to the world, instead of being vulnerable, instead of being truthful and telling people on social media, I go through stuff too. Instead of telling people on social media, I struggle. Sometimes life isn't easy. Sometimes I look in the mirror and I don't like the person that's looking back at me. That's the reality of some of our lives. But if we don't put that out and we're not honest with the world, then once again, we're not in congruence with the other two stories. Because here we have a story that we want to tell ourselves about who we are. We can begin living that way now. But if we do not begin being real with the world and telling a lie, that breaks up the congruence. So what I'm saying and what I'm suggesting is begin being real with the outside world. Tell them your struggles. Tell them what you're going through. Tell them what you're working towards. Two reasons. Number one, so you can be in congruence. Because only when the outside world, excuse me, the message that you're telling the outside world about who you are matches the story that you're telling yourself about who you are matches the story that you want to tell yourself about who you are. That is when you actually begin to make tremendous strides to actually becoming the person that you want to in the future or AKA living the story that you want to tell yourself about who you are. Congruence. It all has to be congruent. So the other Part of why putting that message to the outside world is so important of I'm not perfect and I struggle too and today I didn't do so well and today was a hard day is that now you give permission to somebody else to begin living their truth too. You give permission to somebody else that hasn't done or made the decisions that you've made but because they saw you post what you posted or say what you said or show some vulnerability, now that person says, It's okay for me to do that too because of you. Now I'm going to do that. I have a funny feeling that this is going to require a part two of living in congruence. But I wanted to run you through this and we do a whole workshop on this that I haven't done in a while, but I'm going to do it. 
Listen, if you are interested in a workshop, I want you to go to One Life Podcast on Instagram and DM us the word workshop. DM us the word workshop and we will put on a workshop if you all are interested for that. It is life-changing. So as you walk away today, remember, you can only live your dream once the three stories are in alignment. The story that you tell the outside world about who you are. Be real. Number two, the story that you tell yourself about who you are. Begin developing the story of the person that you want to become and start living that now. Why? So that one day you can actually be living the full story of the person that you want to become. You cannot become something in the future if if you are not in the process of becoming that now. Why? But why all of this? Why these stories? Why is my inner conversation so important? It's because we only have one life to live. There's no time to wait. So we have to start living our real selves now. So I encourage you, share this with a friend that needs to hear this today, to know that they're not alone, that I'm with you. But we have to do what we can do to begin living our true selves, to begin stepping into the person that we were called to be. Because we only have one shot at this and we don't know when it's over. You see, hell is a scary place because hell is when you die and you meet the person that you were supposed to become. Join me on this mission to ensure that when I'm no longer here and when you're no longer here, that when God shows us that person, It's a mirror image of the life and the person that we lived. I want to give you a massive shout out and say thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you took some value from what you heard today, I would ask that you consider subscribing to our show and leaving us a rating and review as that will enable us to reach out and touch even more lives. Listen, we have a new show every Tuesday and Friday, so I hope that you continue to tune in and take full advantage of the one life that you have to live.